Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Was it Martin Gramatica who injured himself celebrating a game-winning field goal? Is that name forever etched in the brain of sports fans? Martin Gramatica. Didn't he tear an ACL or some ligament celebrating a game-winning field goal going back years? I could guess when that was, but I would I probably wouldn't guess accurately. I'll say early 2000s, but I don't remember. I'll have to look it up. But before I look it up, Jay, do you remember the name Martin Gramatica? Instantly thought about the guy who heard himself celebrating when I heard <laughs> Martin Gramatica. <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a long time. Oh my gosh, me either. But it doesn't come up except for when we're talking about quirky or freak injuries or when we're talking about athletes, coaches, who hurt themselves, but not in the heat of the moment, more because there was heat after a moment. <laughs> Goodness. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We were also earlier talking about the international component on NFL rosters, and there are only a few dozen players in the NFL that do not hail from the United States, right? So it's it's very different than the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, for well, MLS, for obvious reasons. The NFL is an American-born sport, and it's, it's, for better or for worse, our obsession. There aren't that many from other countries who also play in the NFL. And so it's funny that we mentioned that because I bring up Martin Gramatica for the injury, and yet I just remembered he's actually Argentine-born. He was not he was not a, a U.S.-born player. But, yeah, very few. And the reason why we were talking about that is because all kinds of NFL players now are campaigning to rep the red, white, and blue in flag football at the 2028 Olympic Games. It's just been added as an Olympic sport. But I don't feel like that would be even remotely equitable. As much as I'm happy to see a, another gold medal for the United States always unabashedly repping the red, white, and blue. The problem is no other country has the quality of football player, the level of football Forget flag or any other football, but the level of athlete and the level of skill as American players do, it would be worse, or I shouldn't say worse, because I loved the 1992 Dream Team from the NBA. I mean, that was, I'm a huge Larry Bird fan. Obviously, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, blah, blah, blah. We could go on and on about that Dream Team. If you've never seen the documentary, please go watch it. 
I kind of feel bad for you sad saps who never saw Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan play. Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, my personal favorite, John Elway, Wayne Gretzky. Oh, dear. Jay, you missed out on the golden age in sports. Mm. I saw Wayne live, actually, when I was, uh, I guess, six or seven years old. Uh-huh. So, End yeah, of I his really career? Remember. He was with the Kings? No, he was with the Rangers. It was oh. 97, I believe. It Even was. worse. Yeah. <laughs> Not worse. Sorry. Even later. <laughs> He was glorious. Yes, he is. He is, in fact, glorious. Anyway, Martin Gramatica doesn't really fit into that category, but people remember him because of his celebration. He injured himself in the most... (laughs) in the most ludicrous way. And can you imagine how much... I mean, isn't that exactly what happened to... Of, oh, gosh, the, the Mets closer, Edwin Diaz? Yes. Celebrating at the World Baseball Classic? Yeah, they was, he was celebrating on the mound with his team after closing, and they were there. jumping around. There's and, two yep. There's two examples of what we're talking about. Do you need a third to go along with tonight's show question, or sorry, this morning's show question for those of you who are waking up on your Wednesday? Did you hear this confession from South Carolina football coach Shane Beamer? Broke my foot um, on Saturday, uh, so I'd rather just get it out there and say it and not have y'all speculating. And then after the game on Saturday in Missouri, you ask. I called Coach Tanner, told him, make sure he was okay with it, and he died laughing when I told him. So obviously there's not a lot of empathy from him. Um, it was uh, – uh, after the game, and certainly that was a gut-wrenching emotional loss, and, and uh, I was frustrated and kicked something that I shouldn't have kicked and, and uh, thought I was okay, but journaling of the game wore off, and before anybody starts the narrative, like the head football coach is frustrated and lost his poise and all that, no, I care. And um, uh, I care about these kids, and I was really upset on Saturday night because I didn't do enough to help them Uh, get over the hump and win the football game. So don't think I have to have surgery, but there is a broken bone in my foot. It hurts like you know what, but I've got to show toughness and fight through it. Hmm. So Shane Beamer, I just, by the way, looked up the grammaticas. There was a sec. Remember, there was a second grammatica. One of them had a knee injury. One of them didn't, but they both got hurt. Oh, shoot. Celebrating field goals. Just two grammaticas. Well, two grammaticas that I remember with the injuries. Yeah, but uh, I just looked it up so that I could make sure that I had the right one. It was Bill Grammatica who tore his ACL. Bill was hurt celebrating. Bill was the one. Well, I think they were both hurt celebrating, but Bill was the one who had the knee injury, tore his ACL. I remember a grammatical celebrating <laughs> and getting hurt. <laughs> so why are we laughing? It's awful, right? Well, his. I remember it like in the situation. It wasn't even like a game-winning field goal or anything, if I'm correct. It was just like a regular first quarter just field goal, and he just really got excited about it. Tore his ACL on his plant leg. Oh, that's the worst. Stop getting excited, right? Uh, There have been many examples. You hear Shane Beamer kicked something. Uh, There have been many examples of athletes who've who've had a hard time channeling their anger, and they've taken it out on the Gatorade cooler or a wall or other articles in a dugout or on the sidelines. And infamously, there are also athletes who are known for getting injured in those situations. I mean, I can think of a bunch of different athletes who 
hurt themselves punching walls. I mean, they're, uh, yeah, all you have to do is Google it. Athletes who hurt themselves punching walls or punching things. And uh, you definitely can see a long list. And remember last week we had someone mention Nate Burleson who crashed his car uh, because he was trying to keep a pizza box from sliding off the passenger seat. That's not really what we're talking about. We're more talking about the emotion and guys injuring themselves uh, because they were angry about a loss or frustrated with their own performance. So, yeah, there's a a bunch of those. I guess the grammaticas wouldn't quite fit, but, but still, it's in the line of duty, right? That that Does that count as workman's comp? Sure. If you yeah. if you injure yourself celebrating, <laughs> you mentioned Sammy Sosa injured himself by sneezing early before. Yeah, right. that, that's confirmed. It yeah. is confirmed. You looked it yeah. up. He sprained a ligament in his back after uh, what? sneezing. I've actually have heard of people who've thrown their backs out by sneezing. <laughs> How could it be or that tweak violent? their backs by sneezing? You do know that it's scientifically proven you can't keep your eyes closed when you sneeze, right? I, I I'm do sorry, know you that. can't keep your eyes open when you right. sneeze. Now, I don't know if this is true or not. Maybe a doctor out there can tell me whether or not this is or folklore or urban legend. I've heard, maybe this is my mom who told me, that if you don't close your eyes, so it's an automatic reaction when you sneeze, it's a you don't have to think about it. It's like you don't mm-hmm. think about breathing. Your body just does it for you. It's an automatic reaction when you sneeze that your eyes close because if you don't, your eyeballs will come flying out with the force of the sneeze. But yes. do you think that's real? Well, it's funny you say that because when I was younger, I don't know, maybe like 10 or so, my sister told me that little fun fact and it kind of <laughs> freaked my head out. And like then, of course, I was like, oh, I could do it. Like I could try. I could sneeze with my eyes open. And then <laughs> it was Did all you try? Thing. Of course I tried. Not Did possible. It work? No, but like. If it were, my eyes would be out of my head. I'd be dead. But that that's what I'm asking. Is that true or it's just an urban legend? I think it's true. You think it is? I'm going to go with true. I couldn't do it, so I'm going to think it's true. Go ahead and Google it and see what the internet says about it. <laughs> on Twitter, A-Law Radio, on our Facebook page too, what's an injury that can you, you can remember among athletes or coaches either crazy or funny where you can't believe they got hurt doing what they did. But we're kind of talking about the heat of the moment, the anger, the emotion of the moment and taking it out of the poor water cooler. Who was it? Not that long ago. This is within within the last 10, 12 years. It might've been Bryce Harper. He's been angry a lot. Right, He does get angry. Remember there was a player again. It might've been Bryce Harper who was angry at an at bat and got back to the dugout and smashed his bat against the dugout wall only to have it bounce back into his face and and hit him oh, in the face. Oh, man. Who was that? Was it Bryce? Sounds like a Bryce thing. It does. But I don't know if it was Bryce Harper. I'm, yeah, I'm okay, picturing I'll Google that in a wrecking the phone. I remember that. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but this was one where it was a, it was a young player. It was a pro, maybe it was just a guy who had been called up recently. He was a rookie, and he smashes a bat against the dugout wall, only to have it bounce back and hit him in the face and actually leave him with a bruise. Yes, it was Bryce Harper. Oh, okay. Now, see, I got the wrong grammatica, at least for the, the knee injury, but I remembered Bryce Harper. 2012. What is it about my brain that remembers the strangest, most obscure pieces of information? But I can't remember... How many yards a guy ran for last week? <laughs> Nationals manager Davey Johnson said the barrel of the bat bounced off the wall and hit Harper next to the left eye, causing a gash and a welt. Yep. He was very frustrated that he was not centering on the ball, and that's what <laughs> ball players do. 
Now, they see, I, I feel like I've just redeemed myself with the grammaticas and the and the wrong grammatica. I feel like I've redeemed myself now. It's okay, right? I get some. I can. I kind of even it out in the wash. You've got to be impressed with me. Oh, that was good. Yeah, that was good. And, and I said in the last ten to twelve years, boom! Oh, boom! I feel so much better. That's it. Your host is back on it. It's after hours well, here worse on for a second? CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, I did feel worse for a second. You wait. You don't have an answer to what? Well, it's even worse now because it's. So I looked up, is it possible to sneeze with your eyes open? And the first answer I get, look, same screen right here. It says, it's impossible to keep your eyes open when sneezing. The reason being that they would indeed pop out of their sockets. Right, not even the next click bottom. Yes, you can sneeze with your eyes open. And no, the schoolyard legend, if you sneeze with your eyes open, your eyeballs will pop out is not true. Who do I believe? Well, I don't know. Are these, is this just some blog? So is this on Reddit? Where people are just, is this Wikipedia? One is The Guardian, and the other one is Healthline. So, I, I don't know. <laughs> Completely different. Everybody's effect. a doctor on the internet. So, I don't know. I have a family member who once self-diagnosed a hernia based on something he read on the internet. It was not at all a hernia. <laughs> was oh, <even> no. <laughs> Beware of tele telemedicine. <laughs> Beware of self-diagnosis on the internet. Oh, goodness. We just went down some crazy rabbit holes right there, Producer Jay. I still choose to sneeze with my eyes closed because I don't want my eyeballs to well, go flowing across the I just room. like to know if I had a choice or not in the matter, which I still don't know. But you said you tried and you failed. Right, but could I just been young and not ready for the moment or I don't know? Hmm. Any more practice? Hmm. Freak injuries is what we're asking about. And Jay had one of those earlier in his life too when he thought it would be a good idea to perform a skateboard trick with his shoelaces tied together. Yes. It didn't go so well for him. No. That was you, a good idea. Did you also have a welt and a gash on your face from where you smashed it into the skateboard? Not my face, luckily, but my arm was pretty chewed up. Oh. Knees scraped his, up. His friends laughed. Don't you worry, Jay. I would have first asked if you were okay and if nah. there was if there was blood, and then I might have laughed. Yeah, if I was okay or not was irrelevant at the time. <laughs> Boys. Boys are crazy. It's After Hours on our Facebook page, also on uh, our YouTube channel, and then, of course, on Twitter, After Hours CBS. If you, too, would like to share about some crazy injuries, I think some of you are making it up. Some of the responses I've seen on Twitter and Facebook, I honestly believe that you are making it up. <laughs> but whatever, if that's what floats your boat, I suppose, again, we should only believe half of what we read on the Internet, maybe not even that much. But always believe the radio host because she never gets it wrong. Do you think at the end of each show now we should start adding? What was the show where they had the errors? Was it um, PTI? Yeah, PTI. At the end, they would have it used to. It was started out being Tony Reality, right? And they would have him correct any errors. Yeah, and it was like right. the the greatest day when they had no errors. Should we do that? No. <laughs> no. We should just let it slide. If it's an error, oh well. We'll let the Twitter police correct us. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. Maybe we should. You know that we want to be accurate. So I'd have to tally those all the whole time? What, what do you mean? Are you suggesting that I make so many errors in a show that you have to tally them? What is this like using the... Are, it's not... Ro it's, what are those called? What are the... Shoot, it's not Roman numerals. Line and slash? Is it simple as that? No, no, it's not. They've got a name. But yeah, how you count in fives. Are you suggesting that, that you would have to keep a flow chart of the number of 
mistakes I make and that you'd have to tally them up at the end of a show? No, every show is the perfect show. Wow. Oh, no, that's not true. I make a lot of mistakes and I try to not only own up to them but correct them. Some of them are mindless. I get a guy's name wrong because I'm thinking about a different guy. There's a lot of athletes who share the same name, so sometimes I'll just, I'll confuse those. Every now and then, you know, I'll say something that's just flat out wrong because I... I'm wrong. Most of the time, it's just remembering things wrong because there's so much, my God, useless information stuffed into this brain of mine. And I've told you before, my brain is like a plate of spaghetti. You twirl a couple strands onto a fork and all of a sudden, a whole bunch of other strands of spaghetti slash pieces of information and stories come falling off the plate. It's just, I, I do not compartmentalize. It's all in there, mushed together. But I do like spaghetti. So it's all right. Could you imagine a science experiment? Or when you were a kid, did you ever go to um, a haunted house? This is perfect for Halloween. And they told you to stick your hand into something. Oh, yeah. Were you brave enough to stick your hand into it? I hate it, but I did it. Right. Well, a lot of times, y- what can be, what can feel like blood and a brain or a, a body part, an organ that's been ripped open. I know that's kind of ugh, for a Wednesday morning, but it's spaghetti. Just so you know, it's spaghetti and it's pasta sauce and you reach it and it feels like you're you're touching mushed brains or mushed intestines mm. and they're all bloody. Lovely. <laughs> so if you need some Halloween ideas for your haunted house, well, there you go. I haven't been to a good haunted house in a while. A good, or any haunted a house, good really, haunted- I should say. <laughs> <laughs> been to a couple bad ones. Oh, goodness. That actually reminds us, Daniel Jones was talking about... Uh, how he dressed for Halloween one year and Jay grabbed the cut for me. This is really funny. He told Kay Adams on her show about his best Halloween costume ever. I was Steve Smith one year when I was a kid and <laughs> growing up in Charlotte. I was a big Panthers fan, a big Steve Smith fan. So I had the had the helmet, had the shoulder pads, the whole deal. Does he know this? I know he knows you're a fan of his, but does he know that story? I don't know if I've told him that one. Um, yeah, I, I, he knows I was a big, big fan of his growing up. <laughs> I mean, every little kid has quirky Halloween costumes, right? I've I've told you mine before when I was in third or fourth grade. If you haven't heard the story, I'll save it for Halloween. But yeah, we all have got funny ones. And Daniel Jones dressed up as Steve Smith. Could you imagine? He's only about I don't know, seven, eight inches taller than Steve Smith. But... I'm sure he looks just like him. <laughs> That's good. I love it. All right, that's uh, Up and Adams with Kay Adams and Daniel Jones. We'll we'll do a Halloween flair later in this month. On Twitter, on Facebook, what about some crazy athlete injuries? I'm so proud of myself for remembering Bryce Harper smacking himself in the face with a bat. That is classic. But many of you are sending yours too. And speaking of Bryce Harper, he and the Segway, he and the Phillies were aiming to build a 2-nothing lead on the Arizona Diamondbacks. I told you the Phillies are loud. I can relate. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, our hump show here on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The After Hours Podcast. All in one to count, and Kelly delivers in the pit. Swung on, hit deep, left center field, and that one's going to go, and Trey Turner gives the Phillies a one nothing lead. Third home run of the postseason for Trey Turner. This is crazy. 1-0. And he swings and lines one deep to right. This one's got a chance. Carroll turns, and he looks up, and it's gone. It does clear over the out-of-town scoreboard. A low line drive for Kyle Schwarber, and it's 2-0 Phillies. Getting you to the good half of your week. It's the Hulk Show on After Hours. The Phillies are at it again. Wash, rinse, repeat. I suppose if you are trying to count the runs on your two hands, well, you're in luck because they only scored 10 runs in game two of the NLCS. The 2-1. Swung on, hit in the air. Right center field. That one is walloped. It is gone! Into the Phillies' bullpen. Second home run of the night for Kyle Schwarber. It's another solo shot. And the Phillies are on top three to nothing. Three balls, two strikes, the pitch. Swing and a line drive out toward left center field. That's going to split the gap and it's going to go to the State Farm sign. Two runs will score as Turner crosses the plate with Bryson Stott about five feet behind him. On to second base with a stand-up two-run double as JT... And the Phillies have busted this game open. Swung on line. Inside the third base bag. Down the left field line. Off the half wall. Real Muto will score easily. Going to second is Marsh. To third, Castellanos. It's an RBI double. And Brandon Marsh rips off his helmet and tells the crowd to get on their feet. And they don't need anybody to tell them that right now. It's 6 nothing Phils. A landslide. A veritable landslide. 10 runs on 11 hits. They get the early solo home runs off Merrill Kelly, the Diamondback starter, but then chase him with four runs in the sixth. Four. 
Kyle Schwarber with two more dingers. One of them was a line drive. One of them was a, like a rope. And the other one is though he golfed it. Not a line drive, but a drive off the tee. It's it really unbelievable the kind of groove they're locked in. 10 runs on 11 hits, which is economical. They had another four spot in the seventh inning. And they've been hitting the snot out of the ball. It's contagious. I was talking earlier about how their chemistry as a team makes them better than their individual parts. It's because they care. Not just about their own goals and achievements, their own hits, their own highlight reel moments. Nah, they care about winning for the guy to the left and the guy to the right, and that's powerful. And you can see it. Chemistry is an intangible, to be sure, but you know it when a team has it. And the Phillies, they definitely have it. And Kyle Schwarber, as much as this was a big night for him, he tied Reggie Jackson with 18 postseason home runs by a lefty. But mostly, he's just real proud of a special team. We want to do this for the city, but when you have a bond like we all have in that clubhouse, it's so tight. And, you know, that's all you're thinking about inside is just trying to do it for these guys. And, you know, that's what we all think about each other. How about that? And you can tell. You can tell that they're all in as a group, as a unit. The fans feed off of it. I mean, even going back, I was talking about this earlier, when Trey Turner was really scuffling at the plate. And it was the fans and his teammates who picked him up and essentially took the pressure off. Hey, we love you anyway. We love you even before you produce. He was probably pressing, probably feeling like he was letting his team down after the big contract he signed. But it was feeling the love from the people in Philly that helped him to bust loose. So they are now two wins away from a repeat trip to the World Series. This series is a long ways from being over. That's a really good ball club over there that we got to go into their stadium and play now. So we just got to try to keep the momentum on our side, continue to play good baseball, continue to put together good at bats and attack the strike zone. If, if we keep playing this brand of baseball, we feel pretty good about our chances, but it's, it's far from over. JT Real Muto, also the big, another big hit in game number two. So yeah, the Phillies, if you didn't know this, have the best home record in the postseason in baseball history. 28 and 11, if I remember the numbers correctly, but and this is with a minimum of 20 games is how baseball calculates it. But they not only protect that home field, but they reward the fans who show up with such passion. Philly sports fans get a bad rap. I think you should pay attention to what's happening at Citizens Bank Park on a nightly basis and maybe give a little more credit to the Philadelphia sports fans because they are definitely part of what has been an incredible run, two seasons in a row. Now, can they take care of the unfinished business? That remains to be seen, but not if Tori Lovello has anything to say about it, or at least it won't be as easy as a 10 nothing shutout. Everybody's talking about coming into this environment, um, and I don't care. Like, we got to play better baseball. Everybody's got to be better. You start with the manager, and then trickle all the way down through the entire entire team. Um, we got we got to play Diamondback baseball. What we watched out there was was not anything that we have done for a long period of time. Diamondback baseball is grinding out at bats, having mature at bats, driving up pitch counts, catching pop ups, 
picking up the baseball. Um, you know, the 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 pitching and defense goes hand in hand, and we we find a way to score five runs or more and win a baseball game. They didn't even have five hits in game number two, so Lavello is laying down the gauntlet. This is not Diamondback baseball. Well, it's certainly not the kind of baseball they played to get them into the postseason or the kind of baseball they played to eliminate first the Brewers and then the Dodgers. But have they run into a buzzsaw, a red and white buzzsaw? Jay, what's their hashtag on Twitter? Red October? Is that what it is? Red October. Oh, I love that. That's a great movie, a classic movie, and also an incredible Tom Clancy book. Nice. I don't believe in teams of destiny, but I do believe the Phillies are carving out their own destiny and are in control of their own path. All right. That brings us to Wednesday, which is, it's not a doubleheader. It's just the American League, right? ALCS. And this one is in Arlington. So the Rangers already have a 2-0 lead, but they're trying to add to it with their first home game of the ALCS. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page, I just saw this question from Ask Amy Anything. Which of the new Olympic sports would you not want to cover as a journalist? Well, I don't know that I'd be all that good at covering squash. Cricket has been reinstituted. I do think it's fascinating, but I swear to you, Jay, if they add pickleball to the Olympics, I'm not even acknowledging it. Pickleball? Are you kidding me? No, there's no pickleball. There will be. I don't even love the idea of flag football since that's what the NFL uses as its Pro Bowl now. It feels a little more gimmicky. But maybe it's designed to introduce more people to football around the world. Our football, of course. If you missed my conversation with Cynthia Freeland of NFL Network, she actually thinks it's a great way to get more women and young people involved in football. And I guess with the trends tackle football, and more and more concerns about head injuries and the violence of the game, not to mention the NFL is attempting, according to Tom Brady, to make it flag football. (laughs) That's what he said. He said it's turning into flag football. So all of these NFL players are raving about the fact that the Olympics will have flag football, and Tom Brady is ticked off because he's worried that the NFL is going soft. There's so many different violations in football. I would actually like to see less violations called. You know, focus on the important ones and let some other things go. I saw DK Metcalf got penalized for unnecessary roughness. He's, you know, it would. I don't know whether it's unnecessary or not, but all I know is the defender's got every right to, you know, push back on DK, but he doesn't do it. So DK throws him on the ground. They throw a flag. I'm like, I don't understand what the flag is. This is football. You know, this isn't touch football. This is real football. And I think the physicality, which people really enjoy, I certainly enjoyed. I I love that physical element of the sport. I don't think we should ever lose that. You know, there's so many people that are, you know, want it less and less physical. It's a, it's it's more like flag football, which is going to be in the Olympics in 2028. <laughs> you know, which maybe football goes to flag football over a period of time. And I don't think fans will like that that much. Then everyone should stop bitching about, you know, unnecessary roughness calls. I agree with Tom Brady. Whose side are you on? Side of the Olympics or the side of Tom Brady? I'm on the side of Tom Brady. I wish that it would would be more physical, but that's not the trend. The NFL wants to protect its quarterbacks, of course, because they're in some cases $50 million a year investments. The NFL wants to facilitate offense, high-flying, potent. So I wonder if it just is a source of consternation for the NFL offices that 
we've seen in the last year and a half, the passing numbers come down unless you're the Miami Dolphins and the running games become more prominent. Interesting. Scoring was down last year. Running was up. Scoring was down. Flag football, he says, right as it becomes an Olympic sport. I refuse to cover pickleball, though. That's not happening, Jay. We're just right now. It's against my religion to give spring training baseball scores, and it would be against my religion to talk about who won pickleball at the Olympics. Have you ever played? (laughs) No. No, I'm not playing pickleball. I've never played either, but it's growing like crazy. I I see it. It is. All the time. I know a lot of people do it. In fact, a lot of former athletes do it. I just can't imagine watching people, as Cynthia pointed out, can't imagine watching people play flag football. I mean, I'm sorry, play uh, pickleball. She actually thinks it'd be fun to watch flag football. I don't even know if I'd feel. Eh. I didn't think it was all that interesting in the Pro Bowl. It was the first time, so okay, but it wasn't It's like arguably fun to play. Yeah, yeah. I played it when I was on the, when I was on recess, on the playground when I was a kid. What, are we going to bring back kickball? Dodgeball at the Olympics? Kick the can. Kick the can. <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> All right. On Cricket that would note. Be cool, though. What, what? Cricket is cool, though. Well, cricket's an actual professional sport. Dodgeball should not be a professional sport. Nor should Olympic cornhole. Dodgeball. Cornhole should not be an Olympic sport. <laughs> Olympic cornhole? Yeah, I'll pass on that. I take Olympic dodgeball. That sounds cool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Only if we can have. Huh. Who's that line, the office linebacker, Terry, Terry, uh, Terry Tate, the office linebacker. <laughs> yes. If we can have him playing office Dodger Olympic dodgeball. Oh, Terry Cruz is the real, Terry is the real name. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On Twitter, on Facebook. Glad to have you with us. By the way, that was Tom Brady on his let's go podcast. Uh, we don't hear from him nearly as much now that he's not playing every week. It's, it's different. Is the sports world passing him by? Maybe, just maybe. Micah Parsons, though, he's got my new favorite podcast. Wait until you hear what he has to say about the media calling out the Cowboys, but also the media busting on his quarterback. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. He's not crying like T.O., let me just tell you that. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. You're listening to After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Firing for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Touchdown. Takes it himself to the pylon. Touchdown. One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Made a guy miss. He's inside the five. He's to the three to one. Tom Stubbs. Southern Southing into the end zone. The people have spoken, and one score stands above the rest. Here is your TD of the week. The Detroit Lions. Lions send two receivers right, two left. Goff works out of the gun on third and 13 from the Tampa Bay 27. Play clock at four. Goff's got it. Back, looking, throws, middle, complete. Amon Ra at the 20. Cutting across, looking for a block. Gets one inside the 15. A big block to the 10, (laughs) to the 5, to the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Oh, baby. You want to talk about teamwork. Amon Ra with a catch. Craig Reynolds with a big block to help Springham. And the Lions find the end zone. It's outstanding. I mean, it was outstanding, you know. That's what he does. I mean, that guy, you talk about a guy who plays for the guys around him and just does things right. You know, he shows up in critical times uh, when not everybody sees him. And he honestly, he does stuff like that all the time, you know. And, uh, and then for Saint to use it, he felt him, and you saw him take that loop around and use that block and then find a way to take it in the end zone. It was just huge. That's, that's a couple players making plays for us is what that was. Dan Campbell appreciates some of the work that goes into the product on the field, the touchdowns that don't necessarily get registered on the stat sheet. The call with Dan Miller on Lions Radio. You all chose the Amon Ross St. Brown touchdown, but it wouldn't have happened without the Josh Reynolds block. Greatly appreciated. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't you all choose... Was it Amon Ross St. Brown who won Monday MVP? My goodness. A Lions sweep, if you will. The Lions share the best record in the NFL at 5-1. and one. And coming up this weekend, another big test for them. Is it too early to start talking about the schedule for Week 7? It might be, but, but we're going to do it anyway. Just I because. feel wind underneath my freaking wings, man. Because I can't get over the fact that we are... About to kick off week number seven coming up tomorrow. Detroit on the road at Baltimore. Another stiff test. Well, I guess I thought the Buccaneers would be a stiff test. It didn't really work out that way because as Baker Mayfield told us, I sucked, we sucked, we all sucked, it all sucked, everything sucked. I sucked today, we sucked today. It was awful. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> on Twitter, A-Law Radio. Also on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. The ba- uh, the. Bounce back for the Dallas Cowboys defense. That was evident against the Chargers. Micah Parsons had a huge sack on the second-to-last Chargers offensive play of the game. Right about 90 seconds to go. It was his sack on 
So third down, and then Stephon Gilmore with the interception on fourth down. And Micah's podcast called The Edge with Micah Parsons is one of my favorites. And, yeah, he was talking about that moment. What was going through my mind? So, literally, we was running four-man games. Obviously, they were sliding, chipping, things like that. And I was like, man, if we get an opportunity, we should go to a five-man uh, pressure. Uh, and you can see J-Ron Kirsch coming off the edge. I knew I would end up getting a one-on-one with a guy that I knew I could beat. I just hit it. Relentlessly, they still try to come, uh, you know, double-team me. But I just was able to break through and get the crucial sack that we needed uh, to end the help in the game. Because then, of course, my guy, Gilly Lock, the man, the guy that came to help us win the Super Bowl, came over and ended the game. And that's what he do, man. Gilly Lock's a legend, Hall of Famer. And, you know, he told me when he was at the coach, he was thinking about coming over here. I got excited. Um, but, man, I, I'm so glad he came over here. The wisdom, uh, the type of guy he is, bro, I couldn't be more happy uh, to play with a guy like that. Micah Parsons does not hold back. Just him in front of a microphone. But if you didn't see the clips of his podcast, Jay and I were laughing because we were doing our show prep on Tuesday evening. And behind him, there is a Justin Herbert jersey hanging on the wall. Huh. I'm going to assume that wasn't a dink. Oh, look, I found a Justin Herbert jersey. Yep, right there in plain view. Do you think they exchanged jerseys after Monday night's game? No. <laughs> I would say no. Uh, by the way, don't come after his quarterback. He's had enough with people criticizing Dak Prescott. I'm just calling out the BS because I'm tired of people trashing my quarterback. I'm tired of people trashing my team. And that's why I had nothing to say to the media this week. I just wanted us to say... You want to hear me talk? Come to hear me talk on the edge Monday night. Um, and, and that's just what it's going to be. Because I have nothing to say because if you're just going to take one game and say, this is who I am, then I have nothing to say to you. Because in life, that's just not how it is. <laughs> See what I mean? That's why it's highly entertaining. Now, it, it's not the same style that Jerry Jones presents on the radio. Uh, But Jerry also stumping for his quarterback on his weekly appearance on our Dallas affiliate 105.3, the fan. Jerry, too, wants you to pay attention to what Dak did in the last game. I can't say enough about uh, uh, how he he just played football out there. As uh, uh, He certainly was able to get plays made that uh, that were critical uh, on time against a really good team and a defense that was playing, you know, playing really competitively in the the Chargers. So bottom line is I thought it was Dak's best game of the year. Well, I mean, we're only six in, so okay. But, (laughs) yes, he did definitely bounce back from what was a putrid performance against the San Francisco 49ers. Not that he would be the only quarterback ever to look bad against the Niners' defense. So here we are through six weeks. Will the real... Dallas Cowboys, please stand up. Will the real Cincinnati Bengals please stand up? I'm confused about who they are, too. A lot of inconsistency, and this is a weird weekend. Do you know there are a half dozen teams on by? It's going to feel like we don't have nearly as many games as normal. Jay, did you just do a fist bump? (laughs) It was a mini thumbs up. (laughs) Only because it's a lot. Our Sunday night shows into Monday morning, they are a lot. All right, going to get to some of your responses here to the crazier, funnier sports injuries, athlete injuries. We're kind of looking for some in the heat of emotion, but I understand some of you are sending, oh, Guitar Hero. Who was that that got injured playing Guitar Hero? Joel Zamaya. Joel Zamaya injured playing Guitar Hero. 
All right. Uh, Damien on Twitter, former Bills kicker Dan Carpenter slammed his helmet on the ground. It bounced up and hit him in the face. Not sure if it was inju- if he was injured, but it sure had to hurt. <laughs> get me some oxygen. Yeah. Yes, definitely get you some oxygen. Uh, let's see. Lots of responses here, too, and they do include some of the quirky injuries. Um, but the the ones that you you have to you can't believe are the ones that in a fit of rage someone punched something or in this case Rob says Heath Schuler headbutting a stadium wall celebrating a Redskins touchdown and sustaining a concussion. It's like oh man, come on! Didn't you think of that about that before you did it? Let's see, Kendry Morales. Oh, remember Kendry Morales? Oh, my gosh. I forgot about this. He broke his leg celebrating a Grand Slam. Cardinals, right? Kendry Morales? Angels, I believe. Angels, Angels. That's right. Oh, my gosh. I had the red. Uh, That's crazy. And remember Tony Finau? Someone else reminded us. Mike reminded us of Tony Finau a couple years ago. It was the, wasn't it the par three day of the Masters? And he hit a hole in one or something close to the pan. I remember if it was a hole in one. And he's skipping or hopping down the fairway and he snaps his ankle. He, right. He uh, dislocated his ankle and then pops it back in while he's sitting right there and finished the round. Oh my God. And then, yeah, played the entire Masters. Insane. Yeah, seriously. Gus Farratt, this comes from Walshie. Gus Farratt banged his head on the wall after a TD and broke his neck. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Robert, Vince McMahon once tore both hamstrings running into the ring because of a blown finish to a match, so he really hurt himself. Wow, okay, so those are pretty drastic. Um, yeah, we're, we'll go through more of these as we get into our Wednesday night show and then kicking off week seven in the NFL. Some of you are sending your own injuries. <laughs> gosh. Um, Ditka, Ray says on Facebook, Ditka broke his hand punching a locker after a loss. Bears, Lamar Houston tore his ACL celebrating a sack. And then Rick, Chris Sale punching the TV, breaking his hand. And he's listening in Rhode Island, so he remembers it well. All right, on that positive note, have a great Wednesday. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. Boom! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.